swinging free kick and a chance here for Kelly. He scored! David Kelly! Trackman a level against all the odds! Jennings. There's the kick. Scoreboards! This is Buxton, away from Backinson, this is Pringle, now Caprice, Caprice with the cross, the header, it's in, it's Connor Jennings! Right then, folks, what's happening? Welcome back once again to the post-match instant reaction slash analysis, if you can call it that, uh, podcast. This is Tramia, at This is Tramia on Twitter, with myself, Matt Hibbert, at Matt Hibbert on Twitter, and of course, Mr. Big Mouth, big time himself, Mr. Paul Harper, at Paul Harper 82. How are we this fine evening? Good evening. I'm very well. All the better for three little points and three little goals. Yeah, what a good game of football, what a good performance. A 3-2 win up at Brunton Park against Carlisle, a late winning goal. Um, Nugent to Vaughan hopefully we'll be hearing more of that mm. um, They, I thought they looked a good side I thought it, honestly it was a, a really good game of football I actually had their commentary team on um, and they were they were really fair they actually said they went it, probably fair that we won and I'd kind of disagree I'd probably said that a draw would have been the ultimate fair as well because both teams had spelled it went one way then the other didn't it like they dominated mm. the first 20-25 then I thought you know, even when they scored their second, I thought we were bang on top for 20, 25 minutes. Then second half, I'd say for the majority of the second half, certainly the first 20, 25 minutes again of the second half, they were on top. They so many corners weren't they coming in and we defended as if our lives depended on it. But we always looked dangerous on the break, didn't we? It was all about that final ball and we had the better chances. Like Woolery has the one off the back pass, which is a great yeah. save, just... And um, it's a great goal. I forget who put the actual three ball through. Was it Kieran Morris? Or was it Lewis? Put it through for um, Nugent. And then that, that cut back, it looks easy. That is not, an, with the wind behind it and the pace on the ball, that was not an easy cross by Nugent. <clears throat> and it's a great finish by Vaughan in where striker. I mean, lest we forget Vaughan's uh, first tonight, or, or second. Paul, a 40-yard thunderbolt from James Vaughan. <laughs> for our second tonight from out by the touch out by the touch line what a strike yeah. he yeah. meant it didn't he to meg, he meg the keeper from 40 yards yeah um, wind assisted oh when I was against the wind the first one wasn't it we were playing yeah. into it yeah um, it was just I thought they looked a really good side they looked really handy and it was similar to when we played them at home I think it was Keith Hill's first official game wasn't it and yeah. um, they, they look a decent side They'll, they should be aggrieved but like I say their commentary team said we were one of, if not the best team they've seen all season, over both games as well. Which it's always nice to hear that, isn't it? From people, you know, like neutral, so to speak, or rival supporters. Um, it was just, I thought it was a good performance. If we, you know, it's one of them, but a game like that, right? And here's why we always say, let's not get carried away when we lose or have a bad result. Because if we'd have lost that 3 2, which we called off on another day, 
Mm. You know, everyone would be in melt- it'd be meltdown mode now, wouldn't it? Instead, yeah. we nick it with an 88th minute goal, great goal, and we're all on a high. But let's not get carried away. You know, it, it puts us looking at the league table like we've just been doing, Paul. <clears throat> it puts us um, basically if we win our games in hand, we can go top. That's how tight things are because Cambridge were beaten at home tonight by Cheltenham, who are Cheltenham. Well, it goes Cambridge top on 52, played 31. Forest Green in a great position, second, played 28 on 51. Cheltenham in third, who won at Cambridge tonight, 29 games played, 50 points. Morecambe, who won two late goals. They were one down um, um, to Salford and then scored two goals in injury time. Who did you think they are? Man United in 99 at the New Camp or Tranmere in 2020 at Port Vale. Um, and they go above us by a point, but we, again, we've got, we've got the game in hand. Um, we're in fifth and 48. It is tight. It is tight up there. Surely it can't remain this tight for the rest of the season. But um, And then you've got Bolton sneaking up somewhere. Bolton, even though, again, they play the game more. Another win for them. They're up to ninth. Mm. Just uh, one point outside the top seven. So they're going to be there or thereabouts. They've got their act together. But it's um, we've said it all season, certainly since we've been on the run since uh, Jacko went. It's all there to play for, considering the start we had. For us, if we just have been not that shite for the first 10 games, Paul, we could be 10 points clear, couldn't we, if we'd have just got our act together and not lost all those games? Um, it's bonkers. Cambridge are top. They've lost nine games. We're in fifth. We've lost nine games. Morecambe yeah. are fourth. They've lost nine games. Yeah. Forest Green, are really, they've lost five, yeah. which is what you'd expect for a team to be near the top, wouldn't you? But it was just, you know, tonight was... Um, Tonight was a great, a really good, solid performance. We made some great blocks. You know, Davis should save their second for me. I think we can all agree on that. But, you know, yeah. we'll let that go. It was his happy birthday, by the way. As, as Nick Roberts said, he went, you're not supposed to give gifts on your birthday. You're supposed to receive them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we saw out the game. and We looked a good side. Good prof- as Treacle pops in, I'm doing this downstairs because Tash is in bed. So um, there you go. Yes, Treacle, what do you think of it? Yeah, what did you think of it? Yeah, no, I mean, it's Carlisle, a good side. Um, yeah. There's a reason why they're up there, thereabouts. They're 10th. There's nine points separating the top 10 teams, so that's how coincidence. Um, and obviously they've they've not played as many games, but <clears throat> yeah, just um, obviously we don't do things easy concede a nice early goal again yeah but fought back every time we uh, we went behind and it's a really big win really big it is like we said after Saturday I tweeted like you're going to learn a lot tonight about you know the squad the players and then um, especially are we thinking Manny Monthe obviously Otis Khan still carrying that knock he's going to be out for another couple of weeks Manny Monthe must have picked up an injury or you know hopefully yeah not I think COVID. he picked up a knock on, um, on Saturday, on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. No, we. I think we. Obviously, after conceding two goals, you don't want to say you, we look solid at the back. But as you, as you said, lots of uh, key blocks and stuff. Um, bodies on the line, sort of thing. But yeah, did Carlisle good side? Um, I thought we played. We played well. You know, as you said, maybe a draw is a is a fair result. But we we we've got that threat, and Wolverine's on fire at the minute, and. Um, Whereas the chances he had on Saturday, he was missing. Tonight, James Vaughan found the back of the net, and that's yeah. that's what you need from your your key those key players. And if we can keep those two firing and and fit, you know they're they're a, a massive threat for us um, going forward. And, you know, 
big dangerous weapon that we can use against any side in this division. And then you've got the likes of David Nugent who's come off the bench, which is not a bad option. If he if he can get anywhere near sort of some sort of match fitness, uh, showed sort of glimpses of it tonight, obviously. Then, you know, what a what a what a forward line we've got. You've been called a big dangerous weapon, haven't you, by from time to time? <laughs> from members yeah. of, I remember from yeah, no. people who work for the club, if yeah. I recall. Totally different circumstances. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> do you know what? It's should point out saying it was a good game of football and we both looked like decent sides. Um, in those conditions, yeah, because they were some wild conditions. The wind, the rain. You could hear the rain, couldn't you? Like on on the telly, it was crazy. And both teams uh. again. I'd like to hear their manager's opinion because again, I would a draw was the fair result tonight. I don't think anyone could really argue with that. Even though, like I say, their commentators said that we just about edged it. Um, but to play, you know, both teams to treacle get off my computer. <laughs> she nearly stopped the recording uh, as she goes on the wind. So uh, I want to say as well about Nugent again, stress about how he set that goal up. It is clever. It was clever movement the way he pulled off uh, 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 down. Fucking hell. <laughs> I don't fucking Steve McNulty, Marshall and Manny Monte. Um The way, yeah, he, he just peeled off the centre off, stayed on yeah. side, just so clever. Pulled it back, put it on the plate for Vaughan, and he was there, smash it in. I mean, fuck, that, I, we, me and Nick celebrated that. Like that's the first time we've gone like crazy over a goal. I think since Kieran Morris's winner against Port Vale, it felt yeah. like a. It, do you know what it felt, felt like, like an a, important goal? Yeah, it felt like a big goal. That, and I, again, I, t- I tweeted. Um, I think it was today. Uh, between Saturday and now, I said, like, it's a big game. This, like, not just because it's against the top side. It's a way, and you know, we've had a couple of bad results, haven't we? So it was about bouncing back. And they'll think what the dressing room, and you're just like, now training will be like this week. It'll be bouncing, won't it? Like, yeah. really will be. And there's some moments of real quality there. And, you know, Hope Sid Nelson, you know, he comes back in. He, do you know what? I think most of us have got a real soft spot for him. You know, coming in, yeah. you know, played his part, you know, in the playoffs. Yeah, you know, breaks his nose every two seconds. And he comes in out the cold, you know, not even on the bench. Has to do a job at right back, did a job, gets injured, you know. And um, Leo Connor comes on. Plays well, solid. Kieran Morris comes on, contributes again, looked solid. Because oh, I think Danny Lloyd was still, he was ill, wasn't he, on the weekend? Um, yeah, so, you know, he, so, yeah. yeah, probably felt a bit tired. But there was, there was, you just saw tonight, there was little bits of quality from everyone. Like Lloyd fist that ball across the six-yard box in the first half. Like, what a ball, just clever on the ball. Liam Feeney, like, he's just, he's too good for League Two, isn't he, really? He yeah. is. The quality he's got when he, when he wants to do it. Kane Woolery is just, you know, he's becoming a real player. The player, you know, we all thought, bloody hell. The player who tore us apart at Wembley three years ago. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Blacker Taylor's not even on the bench. And he was, when we beat them uh, in back in October, was it November, under Keyfield's yeah. first proper game, yeah, Blacker Taylor was the best player on the pitch and scored the winner. It yeah. shows the strength. We say this every single week, don't we, Paul? The strength we've got. There's real strength in depth. Even with the likes of, you know, Ferrier getting moved on, Payne going. Um, I, I like Nugent. I think he's going to be a good player. Crawford is still, I think he's more of a body. You hope that we, you know, it, that is the concern now, isn't it? Any injuries or suspensions to the spine of the team. Yeah. You know, Peter Clark, um, you know, Spearing, Vaughan. If we can get a, keep the luck that we've had with them this year, then there's every chance, isn't there, of us being up there, Paul? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you heard, there was a 
podcast with um, Scotty Davis the other day. No, I've been mean to listen. And he said, like, the, there's there's a great experience down the middle of the pitch. And I know, from you know, in previous seasons, we talked about that spine, McNulty, Davis, Jay Harris, let's say, in Norwood and, or Cook or whatever. Big, char- big characters, isn't it? And we kind of got the same... Uh, obviously not the same players, but the same sort of characters, same sort of personalities, um, and plenty of experience, which I think is key. In Scotty, um, you got Peter Clark, Spearing, and Vaughan, and those, those four players have been sort of instrumental, really, in the the success that we've that we've had. You know, the big wins they've always been sort of central and key to key to those games. So. Yeah, it's just a case of keeping them fit, I think. And and obviously, you don't want injuries around it. And obviously, we've got um, Osis Khan at the minute. And that's and I know a lot of people are saying, that, oh, well, it's going to be a big miss. I mean, he was playing right back. You shouldn't really miss a right back that, that badly. But um, yeah, we've got good players to come in. And the, this cup run has shown that we've we've got a bit of depth to the squad players will obviously be wanting to to play for places not just in the, the these big league games that are coming up but obviously there's a small matter of Wembley which may or may not happen on the 14th of May depending on if the Palioses get their way but yeah it's uh, it's looking positive and kind of the, the negativity from you know the Stevenage loss which was which was poor and then they kind of the bit of a, the upset, the you know the other day after throwing away a two-one lead against Oldham to to only pick up a point. It's all been turned on its head, and that in that split second that James Vaughan scores the winner. So yeah, let's keep this positivity going, and you know everything to play for. We can still get in that top three easily, I think. And uh, yeah, well, may it continue. Can we just a little message to like the players and that? Can we start like winning games by more than? Can we go into like injury time like two goals up or even three? Do you know like not just for goal difference purposes, but you know, so I don't shit myself every single time. Not even the ball goes in the box, but just every any time in injury time, the other team have the ball, and I'm just thinking it's going to go in. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, imagine what I've been like at Wembley twice in injury time. Going, I know that what's going to happen every single time they have the ball, it is a goal. I spent the entire like second half at Forest Green in the semi-final second leg just going, I know it's going to happen. It's inevitable. I know they've had a man sent off. I know it's going to happen. And that would have only took it to extra time still, but I was just, I'm always convinced that we're going to fuck it up somehow. Yeah, see, so is Treacle. Um, but yeah, like you say, Paul, and again, without repeating see, ourselves, see, yeah, the strength yeah. and depth that we have, hopefully will see us through. You see, this is years and years and years of watching Tramia. Yeah, thinking this, that, that way. This is Trump. But if you think about it, I mean, this 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 season's obviously hard to judge. But like that that Forest Green game to me was perfect. Uh, I don't think we we in the back of your mind you're always thinking, well, it's it's Trump here. We're gonna we're gonna throw it away. But in at no stage during that second half of that game did the team look like they were gonna concede a goal or you know, let let it slip. The only mistake was I Davis think, letting in their goal, wasn't it? I still yeah. say, Paul, that that is 
I think I've I've said it before on here and on Twitter that most that is the most complete away performance I've seen from a Tramia team possibly ever, ever. Yeah, and such an important occasion yeah. as well. Um, so yeah, in recent years it's kind of been a bit a bit weird, a bit untramia like. Yeah, that's what yeah I know what you mean. That's what it's like, me. We do we we we. We do it the hard way, always, and that's never going to change, is it? I mean, no. conceding, what, the first minute on Saturday, first minute today, second minute, um, going behind twice, coming back. But yeah, it shows great character in the squad, and that's that's a, that's a good thing. And obviously we'd, we'd rather not go behind all the time, but uh, if they keep battling and fighting right to the end, then... You know, we've got the quality to, to pull ourselves out of this division and uh, back to where we belong, League One. Yeah, well, it, without wanting to sound like Brendan Rodgers, it, it, it does show great character, doesn't it, to, to like come from behind. Obviously, like you say, Paul, you don't ever want to have to come from behind, but I can't ever remember a Tramia team coming from behind so often as we have this season, <laughs> certainly on the hill as well. I mean, there's so from? much scope for some dirty jokes there. Well, Paul... <laughs> But I'm you're, you're, resist, the, you're, resist the, you're the giant weapon, so <laughs> each to their own. How's um, I was so, Twitter looking tonight, Paul? I haven't actually looked. Uh, not have I, if I'm, if I'm honest. I've, I've put put I think unprofessional yeah. is the phrase, isn't it? I did put the uh, obviously the tweet out saying it's not good enough, mate. And oh, out. we've got plenty of messages anyway, so do you want me to go through them? Or or out. I'm, I'm getting messages saying. Yeah, quite PH right. out. <laughs> take, take your periodic table, stuck, stick it up your arse, someone said. Yeah, good. Um, <laughs> right, Matthew Glazier, let's kick off with him. Um, result of the season, he says. Yeah, I can see where he's coming mark. from. Feeney finally produces a top draw performance, Ray and Clark, Oak Trees at the back. Wouldn't quite go that far. Uh, we find a way to pinch the points. Always pose the danger on the counter-attack. Kieran Morris made a positive impact off the bench, yeah. For very fair points there. Um, got Jonathan Williams. Says a great win. Should have taken better advantage of the wind in the second half, though. Um, Adrian B says, Woolery and Vaughan were superb. What an impact the three subs made. Especially Nugent. My little lad was bouncing all over the room when that goal went in. I think we all were there, Adrian. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Wolverine and Vaughan are uh, massive for us now. Uh, Clive Challoner, no relation. He says, great team spirit to come back twice and go to win. Wolverine, a real nightmare for defenders. Always looks a threat a second. Half very scrappy. No part of play, but a super result. Trummy Steve says... Wolverine a special player and I think he's starting to show his true his true worth now. Coming to a, a rich vein of form and showing you know the kind of performances we expected from It's that half. consistency, isn't it, from everyone yeah. that we're starting to see. Is that Vaughan twenty for the season in the league now? I think it is, yeah. I'll, I'll, ch- well, I'll tell you what that. You I'll, tell you what, I'll do the research, shall I? Yeah, you do that. <laughs> uh, might as well make yourself useful. Oh, uh, oh, oh. Well, JP, <laughs> when you need him. In fucking prison for stealing the TV out of the bloody supermarket. Shocking. Uh, yeah. Miss Steve says, James Warren, too good for League One or League Two. Yep, can't argue with that. Uh, Andrew Sullivan, superb tonight. Big, big win. All played well. 
McDonald shaded it for man of the match for him. Chicken Nugent, super sub with the assist, bring on the O's. Fantastic way to start his birthday celebrations. Chicken Nugent, what? That's supposed to be chicken nuggets. I mean, I, I I'm don't not know. having. Paul, I'm not having. He that. says chicken Nugent, so uh, I'm I'm just reading it as it as it is written. Be a happy birthday to you for tomorrow. Paul, uh, can some people start uh, to catch Paul out with some like funny names? I don't know if you've seen like Arsenal fan TV keep falling for really fun. Like if if you want to try and catch Paul out, create like a, a new Twitter with a, like a pun name and send it in. If if Paul reads it out, he'll give you a thousand pounds. How about that? Right. Yeah. Okay. We've got our uh, <laughs> um, Jimmy Dolphins says, was concerned when realised Sid was starting at right back and defence never looked right. We're lucky to be level at half time. Much more solid when O'Connor came on, had the better of the game second half, helped by the wind. Marvellous win. <laughs> um, Tramia Matt says, Big Dave Nuge. I like that. <laughs> yes. In, <laughs> in all seriousness, Vaughan and Wallery, absolutely tremendous. Davis raising more questions again. Phil, we need a new number one to progress. He has made a few mm. mistakes, hasn't he, this, this season, Scotty? But I, I don't know if I said it on Saturday. He I does like also pull off some yeah. amazing saves, so... I don't know, it's kind of the yin and the yang. He should save the... He, I think he, he should have it. saved the first one on Saturday, and he definitely... I know it's windy in that, but he should have saved... He, you know, he'll be the first to make... He should have saved their, their second tonight, he should have. Interestingly, in this uh, podcast, I don't want to spoil it for you, because if you do want to listen to it, but he does reveal that he's come off social media because he he doesn't need all the people slagging him off when he makes a mistake. He says he's the most honest about his own performance, he knows like if he's had a good game, if he's had a bad game, he doesn't need people on Twitter to tell him, oh yeah you were brilliant today Scotty or or the opposite, so he's he's come off social media and deleted all his um, all his apps off his phone, so um, if you were going to uh, tweet Scotty tonight um, he ain't going to read it, so I'll delete my tweet, I'll delete that tweet on my drafts then <laughs> Uh, classic Tramia says big big win uh, against a side that were just two points behind at the start of play Forney once again proving the difference having a proper goal scorer in the side just like Knowles in 2019 not to forget Woolery who is now weigh, weighing in with his fair share as well absolutely yeah two, two goal scorers never, yeah. you can never have enough of those taking uh, the Dave, burden off Vaughan a bit isn't he yeah exactly yeah uh, Dave Holmes says hard game poor start but we fought endured and Wound up with a win. Nothing else matters. Kevin Heller says there's something about the spirit in this team. We things like players getting subbed off, running off and accepting it. League and cup double, he questions. It's on, isn't it? It's on. It'd be good, that, wouldn't it? Um, Alex White says, Hallmark of a good team, didn't really get going, but took our chances. Scored a last-minute winner. Ray, McDonald and Vaughan, all excellent. The Jake Keogh fan club, otherwise known as the West Yorkshire SWA. Um, great win. Probably one of the most important three points of the season. Imagine the scenes in your way and after Vaughan scored the winner. Oh. Yes, there's always somebody to, to bring it down. Yeah, it's always, it's always someone <laughs> to do with Jake Keogh as well, isn't it? Yeah. 
it would have been it would have been fantastic, and we always take good support to Carlisle as well. I would, Paul, but, I would uh, have had you in headlock, you know, <laughs> under the pretense of celebrations, a chance to punch, elbow Paul Harper in the head. Yeah, you any excuse. Yeah, uh, Dak Evans says never do it the hot, never do it the easy way. Sorry, um, this shows how Saturday's meltdown was totally uncalled for. We have the quality effort all over the pitch to get the results. Eugene looked hungry when um, in the minutes he came on. Uh, up the whites, Martin Darko says could break down the game and take some negatives, but I don't really care how we beat Carlisle. Really big win, turn this into momentum, and we could finish strong. Uh, Rob Denman says fantastic result. Will it be a real handful? And that composure and class from Nugent to set up the winner was superb. Rock and roll football. Keep it going, Keith. Tom Davies, masterclass, masterclass by Big Keith. Subs today made the difference up the whites. Yeah, used the subs a lot better. Yeah, he did he use made the subs impact, a lot better. It? Yeah, um, and obviously it does help when um, players like Morris and that do sort of step up to the plate. Um, Vaughan, Paul has, I swear he's got more than this. Says he's now got 18 in the league, uh, apparently. Yeah. Um, uh, played, played 25, scored 18, which is a hell of a record, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's is it twenty twenty one in all comps? Yeah, he scored. He scored two in the Papa John's. Yeah, I think so. And did he score in the FA Cup? No. He's definitely he scored second round, didn't he? First round, he, yeah, Peter Clark and Blacker Taylor against Akronson. Yeah. So yeah, it must be twenty. But yeah, superb. Record. Eighteen league goals is, is a you know what we played twenty nine. Yeah. 29 games or 28 is it or 29 we've played 29 we played 29 it's you know when he's played in 25 of them it's a you know if he can get to 30 league goals that's you know fucking you know it's what Noah's got in it and it's unheard of mm-hmm. yeah quality he's quality and he? he's too good for this league he, he is so we need to get up yeah. um, and keep hold of him. Uh, the RTFC says massive win after the so-called doom and gloom from Saturday Um Teams are finding form, so it's huge that we can show we can mix it still. Suwai Army, at least I think that's what it's supposed to say. Um, <laughs> Nick Flynn says, brilliant win, Vaughan Super Bowl game, experience shone through, brilliant play by Nugent to set up the goal, spearing immense. Got to build on this now, that's the key, obviously. Tough game on Saturday, isn't it? Orient. Very big game again. Yeah. Kim coming thick and fast. Surfer Dave says, Trammy doing what Trammy do best. Shit the bed one week and then go and produce one of the results of the season the next. Uh, never boring, never predictable. Uh, Lee TRFC says James Vaughan is fantastic. Class footballing head from Nugent to square that across. This league is ours. Jumping the gun a little bit, but uh, hopefully so. Um, Phil Gidman says when the chips are down, that's the source. Done bloody well. And a big hello to you and Nate. Yeah. Nathan Morton, massive, massive win. Great subs by Keith. Impressive to come from behind twice. Finally get the points. Link up play for the third goal too. Bring on the Orients. Will Aimer says massive win after being pinned back. Most of the second half. Two older heads using their experience to score a typical FIFA goal. Yeah, it's a FIFA shithouse goal, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. Nugent, as you said, Matt, before, just... Clever. Using all that experience that has 
seeing him play at the top level. Peels off, yeah, peels off his man, <clears throat> and then has the wherewithal to pull it back. Uh, May Gurney says, "Imagine how dull life would be without Tramia." Yep. Uh, Ross of the Rover says, "Great resort. Don't really, in- didn't really enjoy the game. Could have been more stop-start, but obviously we played the conditions better than Carlisle. I thought it was a really good game. Anyway. I did. I did actually. Did we have a single free kick? Like I was thinking that you know, I can't no, remember us getting a free kick. No." Um, Fletcher's shit house win from, from uh, me, Len. Woolery on fire, Vaughan on fire, up the Tramia. Uh, the, uh, the Tramia Supporters Club, who happen to be our official sponsors. Great bunch of lads. Just say, and it's Tramia Rovers, Tramia Rovers FC. We're by far the greatest team the world has ever seen. Living room, hashtag living room limbs. <laughs> It was, uh, like. Which, unfortunately, is now a thing. Um, so, yeah, that's all the uh, all the tweets we've had. Thank you very much to everyone for getting in touch. And um, oh, one more is <laughs> a good one. Uh, David Kilshaw, uh, he says, my, <laughs> my pacemaker won't take any more <laughs> of the Superboy Army uh, with a uh, nice little whiskey emoji and some clapping hands. So, yeah. Never a dull moment, but uh, would we have it any other way? I don't think so. Um, one thing me and Nick... Well, Nick raised this point to me during the game. He was like, the only players we have contracted for next season, this is who we... There might be more, but we think it's this. It's um, James Vaughan, Jay Spear, and Callum McDonald. Um, is that it? I think that's it, isn't it? Was there one more? No, I think, possibly, that's, yeah. I think that's it. Scotty. So, did Scotty sign a new deal this summer? Two years? Uh, he signed two and a half years when so he he's extended, got, I think. He's got another year. So that's four. Davis, Spearing, Vaughan, McDonald. I mean, Matt, without wanting to sort of piss on your chip sort of thing, but that's Go going on. to be the case at most clubs, to be fair. Well, Especially in these times, it's going to be a case of, yeah, you're going to have to prove you prove your worth and obviously nobody knows what's going on with in terms of hopefully we come out of the covid restrictions in the summer and next season we can go back to you know paying punters through the through the turnstiles but if that's not the case then it's going to be same again there's no real security in terms of the clubs don't know when <laughs> when they're going to get any money in so is a lot of clubs are going to be in exactly the same boat, so I wouldn't worry too much about it. There may be a big turnover of players again, as there was last year, but a lot of the clubs are going to be in exactly the same boat, so it's not a disadvantage. It's not ideal, obviously, but um, if we go up, I would imagine most of the better players will want to stay. You'd hope so, wouldn't you? We'll be able to, obviously, we've moving up, up the level. You'd like to think that we would be able to keep hold of him. I say, first thing we do if we go up, Paul Harper, three-year deal, <laughs> get him back. What a waste! <laughs> get P- get PH back in, double his wages, <laughs> double his wages, ten Sorry. grand a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not far wrong. <laughs> 
but yeah, a, a lot of clubs, a lot, a lot of clubs are going to be struggling at the minute. And yeah, it's hopefully with this summer. with this roadmap that the prime minister came out with uh, yesterday, hopefully you know we can all come out of this in a better place in the summer and next season we can see you know supporters coming into the into the stadium whether it'll be limited capacities or whatever for the for the foreseeable not too sure but clubs might be running at sort of 50% capacity perhaps for the for the first few months see how things go but Hopefully we can have a you know everyone back to to Princeton Park next season because this this yeah this year's been a bit of a write off hasn't it? We've said I all along. Feel for all them. Sorry, feel for all them people who've shelled out um, season tickets and you know we had that, that, that little bit of hope just before Christmas you know um, that two thousand could could go and. You know, they've had that little bit of hope sort of taken away and, you know, they've all paid hard earned um, at the beginning of the season and, yeah, they get the blooming, the home I follow, but it's not it's not the same, is it? No, and like, uh, yeah, we're all paying, you know, through the nose, isn't it, Robert? We're all paying to watch, you know, the the best possible scenario is we pay to watch our game on Saturday, home and away. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's not the same, is it? As much as, you know, it's... A, but then what it's can we do? Following you, it's following your team through a yeah. lens, which, when you think about it, you're watching through a tiny little lens. It's, it's nowhere near the same. You're obviously not getting the atmosphere because there is none. Uh, um, yeah, it's, it's a very different experience, but it's the way it is at the minute. And it's, it's a case of... It's, I'm, I'm glad that it's it's going on because it's given us something to talk about. It's given us something to to kind of enjoy, but it's not a hundred percent enjoyable experience watching it, you know, through that camera lens. But it's better than nothing. Is is the uh, is the counter point? I think but, the, uh, one thing, Paul, that you you'll probably agree with this is, unlike if you you were still going the game, you could. You know, you can sit, you can watch the game completely naked in your own home. Whereas, you know, I know that you you like Just to do that, do, yeah. yeah. But unlike when you tried to go to, for instance, I remember you, you turned up at the Camelard Friendly back in 2016, stark bollock naked for want of a better phrase, and you were turned away, um, and you're quite, you know, is that, is that the game Alabi scored five or something? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you see by the way? Someone found um, there's a match worn James Alabi shirt. From that, from that season, from the season we got promoted, 2017-18, right? We were all aware of how small and tight shirt sizes are these days, right? What shirt size do you think James Alarby wore? I mean, his shirt was quite tight. I would say an L. A medium, adult medium. Really? So he weren't as big as that, it, he looked. That ain't genuine, then, I'm telling you. It says it's an adult medium, a lobby. It's got all the stuff on it. It's it's a match worn shirt. Mm. He wasn't as big as as he looked then. Well, he's wearing an adult medium. It's again, it's the Adama oh, Traore thing. Get him a bigger shirt. Well, he he, he was he was big. Believe me. Oh, um, <laughs> right. Without going, without going into too much detail, if there's one thing I know, is is his shirt. 
year was was quite tight. He did, I mean, he did obviously wear a shirt size smaller. I can't believe it's a medium though. <laughs> Paul, if there's one thing I know, right? I watch professional wrestling. I l- watch semi-naked men grappling around in a ring, right? There's no way in hell that, like, it's bizarre, isn't it? Like, you'd wear, don't you want to be comfy? I know you want to show off your physique, but, like, you want to be fucking comfy, don't you? Like, Jesus Christ, and them shirts, like, we, anyone who's, you know, bought or even worn one of these Puma shirts, or even if you play for, like, a Sunday League team, and, you know, it's the Puma template, these shirts now are, like, an adult medium. I've I've got an adult medium shirt from the year we got to the um, League Cup final. Actually, you know, it's an adult large, because I used to wear it over a hoodie. Mm. That adult large, mate, is honestly, right, you could take it to Glastonbury and use it as a tent. It's ridiculous. It's only a 42 to 44, whereas, mm. like, now the adult large is, like, a 36 to 38 chest. It's like, how can you just... It's like, you know, women always complain about how the clothes sizes are all over the shop, um, quite literally in the shop. So, like, a, a size 12 in jeans from Topshop is completely different to a H&M or an ASOS. It's what football shirts are like now. It's just bonkers, isn't it? It's back to like the um, the eight the eighties era, isn't it? Like tight Adidas shirts. And do you know what? I do actually like that because it's classic shirts. But do you know what, Paul? There's one thing I want to talk about here, and it's not Chami related. It's just an interesting. I like to get your take on it and other people's. I don't know if people still keep up to date with the National League. I do. Like I've always, even before we were in it, I always like to watch the National League stuff um, and keep an eye on it, and especially you know keep an eye on our old pals Wrexham to see how they're getting on these days. Um, so. Dover, the chairman, has basically said until they get a package where it's a grant and not a loan, they are not playing. They've only played 15 games anyway, like five less than everyone else. They've said, we're not playing any more games. So the league can't fine them because they've gone, we can't fine us because we've got no money to pay the fine, so we're not going to pay the fine. But south and north have both been, you know, annulled. Um, Yeah, not avoided. Null and voided. So there's no relegation. So there's no. What is the incentive here? They're down the bottom anyway. They're not going to get promoted. There's only two promotion places anyway. Mm. You, so you can't punish them. They're going. We're not going to play out the season unless you can guarantee we'll get fu- grant funding to you know support us. That's not yeah. going to happen. What happens? You can't punish them. They're just going to sit there and go sound. We'll see you next season in the in the national league. What do you do in this situation? It's it's a bit of a catch twenty two, isn't it, for both the club? I don't know what the players at Dover are doing. They're, have they been furloughed? I think, but then furlough ends. They're going to want to go and play. Are they all going to get released? Can other teams sign them? Because mm. otherwise, they're going to you know be six months without playing football. How are they going to keep fit? You know, again, do, how do you punish Dover? Because they shouldn't be able to just do this. But at the same time, I kind of like. Like, do you know it's like a begrudging respect because by all accounts he's a bit of a dickhead, isn't he? Their chairman, the fellow who runs him, but he stood up to the national league and no comment. What time? Yeah, okay, yeah, probably best, isn't it? Um, <laughs> he stood up to the national league and, and the shambles that it is, and we've seen that ourselves when we were there. The national yeah. league is a shambles, and gone. Hang on a minute, you're asking us to carry on. To, we've said we can't afford to carry on and pay our players and finish the season under the current rules of saying that you promised us that we would get these grants. You've then changed it at the last minute and said, no, it's a loan. How are we supposed to pay back these loans when clubs at this level, you know, that bread and butter for us is match day income? Yeah. And yeah, and it's just, it's one of them. What do you do? How do you punish them? Do you punish them? If you were in, if you were in his shoes, what do you do? If you were a player there, what do you want to do? What do you do? It's a crazy situation, isn't it? The whole lower league thing is crazy at the minute, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, 
from their point of view, if they're losing money and they're not being guaranteed, or they've not had guarantees that, you know, the league or the FA or whoever it is that's to, to support them through this, through the, the rest of the season. And if well, you've just said they've got, I haven't looked at the league table, if I'm honest. I, I, I sort of glance at bits and pieces now and again. Um, if you need a quick laugh, you look where Rex are not. Yeah, pretty much. That's the that's <laughs> that's the way. But um, you know, if they're if they're losing money hand over fist, and they've got nothing to play for, and there's no risk of them being relegated because obviously the league's below have have decided to null and void. What is the point of them playing to lose more money? That's just ridiculous. So thirteen points so, from safety, Paul. Yeah. I'll tell like eleven points from safety. Yeah, but obviously they've they've played a lot less games than everybody else. Yeah, um, it's one of them, isn't it? The, the the league obviously want to finish because that prize of getting into the football league is very prestigious. And uh, I can understand why a lot of the teams. And it's obviously it's better for a league season to be decided on, on sporting terms rather than, you know, well, let's do points per game. Yeah, and, and be relegated on zero staff. points, zero, three points. <laughs> yeah. Um, game in hand. So, yeah, you do want to decide things on the pitch, but if if clubs are losing money and they can't afford to, no, it's busy. to, to play on, then yeah. it just, why should, why should they be made to? That's why I've got a begrudging respect for the fella for going. No, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna kill this football club and running, you know, into hundreds of thousands of pounds worth of debt just because you say, you know, the league has to continue. I, I think the, the 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 worst part of it for them is that they're the, they're the only ones who are doing it. Yeah. Um, everyone else, is everybody playing else is either begrudgingly or you know willingly wanting to play on and nobody's kind of joining them in that stance which kind of makes them stand out in the wrong reasons if you know what I mean yeah everybody else is saying well we're going to play our way out of relegation or you know we're going to play our way into the playoffs or you know whatever it is that they're fighting for it, it you can see how it can be portrayed that oh the bottom of the league they got nothing to they're never going to survive anyway they're just throwing the towel in or whatever, but the, the financial thing is is massive. If clubs at that level won't, I mean, even with punters coming in, they won't, they won't be making much money, if any. No, he's bankrolled them for a long time, hasn't he, this guy? Yeah. And didn't, he th- didn't he threaten a few years ago, like, said, unless we start getting, like, he basically, like, had a go at the, like, fan base and uh, the people of yeah. Dover going, so everything I've needs, done for this club, yeah, and we yeah, still can't needs, get a thousand fans. Yeah, pretty much. Threatened, said, I'll pull out if we, you know, yeah. don't start getting two and a half, two thousand, something like that. Yeah. It's a, it's, it, is a, it is a tricky one. Obviously, if I, doing, obviously, doing stuff for Witten. Uh, our league still haven't made a decision. Um, as it's it stands, not looking good, is it? <laughs> as it stands, we've played played seven league games. Fucking well, yeah! Just... <laughs> the season is still well; it's still going. Where are you in the league? We, we should have been playing uh, Everton Colliers tonight, by the way. <laughs> so I'm glad I missed that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, 
I mean, waiting were third, I think, when um, when the, the, the season came to an end. We had like two games in hand. But <laughs> we're never going to play 35 games. It's impossible. We had left to finish the season. So um, it's inevitable that, you know, it's probably just, they're just going to not avoid it like like the leagues above. Um, I, Paul, I've got a method here. For all these lower leagues, start with the conference north and south, everything below as a way to finish it, right? Here's what happens. You pick one player from each team, right? I'll go in goal, okay? And you have a massive game of FA singles. And I'll tell you where we'll do it. We'll do it on the yard at Woodchurch High. Oh, no, Woodchurch High School, the old one got knocked down, so I don't know. We'll find, like, a schoolyard. Well, do you know what? If we have to do it, we'll do it on an Astro. Um, Five-a-side-size goal, like, and you have one player from every team in the league, but dependent, right, on the league position, they have like a goal head start. So, right. and it'll be it'll be first to let's say first to five. First to f- no, okay, no, because then you've got it's Jump only the first, for instance, filed were, were second in Conference North, weren't they? Mm. And they had two games in hand, so technically they'd be <clears> top. So Ben Tollett for them starts. Okay, he's their player. They've he's got two goals because they're top. Okay, or maybe even three. So he's only got to score two on me. Okay. Are they using him because he never passed the ball? I'm just saying, it just, just came to mind. And then Chester, <laughs> who in third. Uh, Gary Roberts is playing for them because they're third. He, they've got two goals. Okay. Uh, Gloucester. You, you just name me players that you've heard of. I played no players I know are playing for them, Paul. I've done my research. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Unlike some people. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then they all play. And, you know, whoever gets to the five first gets promoted whoever gets their second gets the second promotion place and then we'll do that for every single league below i don't mind going in goal if someone else wants to take over you so i can have a break you know we could do two of these a day you know what i mean official fa fa singles rules obviously you know i kick yeah. it off you all go up for the header no offsides your ball yeah. never ball only goes out if it goes behind the goal you know it, the whole rest of the astros available um you can have goal angus you were well, just yeah, try that's, and that's the clever thing to do in this situation. In a game of singles, don't go. You, you never want to be the guy. Tactics, yeah, when the keeper throws it up or boots it up in the air, you don't want to be the guy winning the header. You want to be the yeah. guy who, when the idiot who goes up for the header, flicks wins the header. You know, he flicks it again, and inherently they always try and head it back to goal. You all stood there, tap in, yes, please. Alan Shearer, <laughs> Gary Lineker, Cristiano Ronaldo, you know. Get in that six-yard box. How do you think I scored 70 season ball? <laughs> it wasn't by working hard. Um, you didn't have David Nugent-style uh, no, movement off the ball. I was James Vaughan there, mate. 40-yard thunderbolts <laughs> through the keeper's legs. Um, one last thing before we wrap up, just quickly. Um, the exact opposite of the Dover problem. Um, I don't know if you've seen... I, there was a great article on The Athletics today, and it was about the, the, the big six again. You know, like, there was Project Big Picture back in October. They, they tried to get going, and luckily, you know... It, fell apart once it got leaked um but and this is especially it's the glazers and um john henry at liverpool so you know man U and liverpool here are trying to do do you remember the old tv deals that spain used to have where do you, so do you remember in, when man united and liverpool actually hated each other yeah exactly not waiting together to screw everyone else yeah, so right, back, back like five ten years ago and like for ages in in spain Clubs were allowed to do their own TV deals, whereas in this country, when the Premier League formed in 1992, all clubs, there was 22 at the time, now it's 20, all got together and they agreed in like the, the rules of the Premier League that every team, whether you were West Brom 
uh, Liverpool, you know, at Sheffield United, Man United, it was split equally. Every single team in the Premier League get exactly the same amount of money from the TV deals, whether it be the foreign TV deals, you have uh, NBC in America, Al Jazeera, DAZN, uh, or BT Sport, Amazon Sky in this country. So it, it's irrelevant. If you're in the Premier League, you get a one-twentieth slice of the money. It's the same. In Spain, until a few years ago, every club did their own deal. So obviously okay. Barcelona and Real Madrid got well more money. Then Atletico got, you know, half of what they got. And then, like, you know, your Valencias and Villarreal's got a, a little bit less. Yeah, and then Getafe, Mallorca, Tenerife, Sociedad, Betis, you know, all got, you know, a fucking 2% of what bought. And so, inherently there, your issue is, obviously, that's why Barcelona and Real Madrid dominate, because it, forget the fact that they generate more money as well, because they're bigger clubs. They're getting, you know, 500 million euros more TV money than every other team. So how is that? It's not competitive. It's not fair. And so that changed a couple of years ago. And, you know, so everyone now gets the same. And obviously they're up in arms about it, as you can imagine, because, you know, yeah, they just want more, more, more. But God coincidentally. Help. Yeah. <laughs> They've fallen off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> off Barcelona, Barcelona are, what, £4 billion in debt? Mm. And Real Madrid are just constantly in debt, aren't they? It's constantly like doing government scams and stuff. Yeah. And so... Surprise, surprise, the Glazers and John Emery, Man U and Liverpool and the other big six are all trying to do the same here. And it's like, what are you talking about? Like, you should, honestly, right, at this point, pardon my French here, go and form your European Super League and fuck off and leave us leave us to it. They're like, scrap, we want to do this. We're expanding the Champions League to 144 teams. There's some bollocks. More games, you know, more pre-season friendlies in Thailand and America. It's like, you just go. Right, you just go, right, you're not scrapping the League Cup, right, bring back FA Cup replays. Like, do they not understand for, like, a team like ours, we, you know, to take a team back to Old Trafford or something, or, you know, it, it literally saves the club, doesn't it, or pays the wages for a year. Like, stop pandering to these big teams. Obviously, this year it made sense to get rid of replays, obviously, because, you know, minimise games and stuff. Like, it just, Paul, they, they do my head in these, these clubs. They do my head in. Mm. It's a sickening self you know all they care about is themselves that's it that's all they care about is themselves and making more money they couldn't care less a club like Tramia, a club like carlisle they couldn't care less about they couldn't and thank god it, and the thing is it'll never happen these things they'll never get voted through because it needs 14 teams to vote for it and who's gonna get it's literally like isn't it the the turkey voting for christmas yeah. they're not gonna do it these teams because 50 percent of the premier league maybe more are always going what if we have a bad season go down yeah. and, and we're just locked out? Remember Gartard for Bolton famously trying to like shut, go, we should stop the Premier League. It should be a Premier League and Premier League 2 and it should be invitation only and stuff like that. People forget, you know, the European Cup, sorry, the Champions League was started as an invitation only tournament, right? In 1955, people don't know that. You didn't qualify. Um, and in, yeah, exactly. England at first said, we don't want to be in your thing. You know, typical snooty atmosphere. It was only Matt, Matt Busby at United the following year when I'm taking my team. It's the European Cup. It's for the champions. And FA were like, no, we're not getting involved in this. We're better than this. And he went, fuck off. <laughs> we're going. And um, it's just bonkers, isn't it? You know, the Bayern Munich as well, by the way, little, like the German teams are the ones, by the way, who were totally against this. That's how football should be run, how they run it over there. 
I know Bayern Munich dominating stuff, but like that whole you fifty know, percent plus one deal, when no one person can ever own more than you know, they can never own more than fifty percent of a club, so they can never actually have full control. It should be the fans. It should you know, it's, oh, just fucking these football clubs in this country, mate, and all over Europe, do me head in. Yeah, I mean, don't, don't form your European Super League and leave the rest of us to it. Yeah. And for reasons like this, that I don't really pay that much attention to the Premier League and stuff anymore. It's very much a, you know, the elite of the elite, um, very much a closed shop, and the rest are just battling out. I mean, albeit this season, it's a bit, there's a few more crazy results. Liverpool still haven't won at Anfield this year, which is funny. So, um, but yeah, it's. The, the, it will happen eventually. It will happen. It's a matter of time. I would, I would think this Super League, European Super League, or whatever they want to do. But yeah, I'm more concerned about Tramia and what's doing yeah. well. So late in Orient on Saturday. Yeah, big game, big game. Hopefully, we can uh, pick up where we uh, left off tonight. Maybe we could sell our TV right separately. Who do you think would be in, in for that? Remember that cable channel, Live TV, that used to have um, midget topless on a, darts, topless darts, and a, a midget doing the weather on a little mini trampoline, so he could bounce <laughs> up and tell you what the weather was like in Scotland. And they used to have like a live every day, like genuine, just a game of five aside from like yeah. the five. And he used to be able to bring on the Joker, and he was like this ex. He played for Chelsea like twice. This big fat fella, but he was great at footy. That, that's I'd be like, right, give them the rights. I don't care that it's been defunct for twenty years or Bravo, something like that. Yeah. Proper channel, Paul. Yeah, that, I mean, that, that would suit us down to the ground. Well, if you had the rights, it'd be like a Playboy channel, wouldn't it? Or Babe Station or something like that. <laughs> Not sure we get the ratings on there, though. Paul Harper live in the nude watching the footy. <laughs> <laughs> Where Switch do I start? <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll be back on Saturday. Big shout out to our sponsors, as yeah. we said before, John Merritt. Rivers official sports club, uh, helping with our running costs. Uh, yeah, more retro gear is coming soon. So some lovely stuff. Yeah, the the trackies and the uh, sweatshirts and the obviously the, the the retro shirts that have been produced. We actually consulted, and this is not me trying to wind you up, Paul. But I won't name names, but I was I was consulted on something this week. Oh, good. Um, they just asked me. They, they, I remember I was asked about the claret and blue. I think it's because Paul, you I own all the shirts. Yeah, I've got the original. So they were like, "Is it? You know, is this spot on?" And they're so. To be fair, like I remember looking at the sample for the claret and blue one before. Who did we played Hull in the League Cup? Remember they scored after about twenty seconds, a bit like the last two games. And um, then they pulled me into a back room and I'm like, "Look at this sample." And I just like was like, "Oh my good lord." But then they went, no, but just check, is it quite right, though? Is it quite right? And it was slight, it was like, you know, the, the claret was slightly off, the blue was just, yeah. like, you know, a tiny amount. And that, so they went, no, no, send it back. So it's kind of my fault that it was like two months late. <laughs> um, but they do, the effort that goes into these retro reproductions is is quite rightly so, because these shirts are, you know, we've all waited 30 years for another run of these shirts, and yeah. um, they're spot on. So, you know, I think the blue, the blue 1989-1991 is coming, and then they've got to do the yellow one, which is my, my first ever shirt. Um, so, yeah, just great shirts and, you know, doing great work. Or helping the club as well. So yeah, of course. money goes Again, back into the clubs. So. I know they don't sponsor us, like, but the trust as well. They're hand-in-hand. Hand. Both groups do so much work 
I do have an issue with the Trust T-shirt, the Wembley Manager's T-shirt that doesn't have John Aldridge on it. Oh, I've not seen this. It's got John King, Mickey Mellon, Keith Hill. It's the Wembley Manager's. Well, John Aldridge took us to a League Cup final, lads. Come on, show a bit of respect. Tell you what, poor Paul Harbour starting trouble again. (laughs) I'm not the only one kicking off about this. That, you know, it's... um, Saturday will be 21 years Fuck, since, since, the, since the League Cup final. Jesus. Last Merseyside club to play at the old Wembley. But, yeah, but like the, you know, the biggest occasion that Tramia have ever been on. I don't I know, think, Paul. Were you at Geisley away? I think it's a bit of an oversight to have just left him off. Yeah, same point. Off the, the T-shirt. You weren't at Geisley away, mate, were you? So. <laughs> oh, I was there. Yeah, working. You, you yeah. square. Teacher's pet, <laughs> writing your match, tweeting out the bloody, oh, corner. Jack Dunn swings in the corner. Uh, commentating, doing it, sweeping the floors. Yeah, I was doing yeah, it all yeah. Licking arse, no doubt, Paul. Yeah, unofficially. Um, we should, you know, we'll give him a shout. He's, he's a bloody good guy and you know, he's given us both some some freebies over the years. And, you know, he's, he's been on, a guest on the pod. We should probably try and get him back on um, to plug his, his Wembley stuff. But looks like Rabor, Brad, has got a whole news like just load of stuff yeah Prenton Park South mugs new t-shirts um that's the club have tried to uh yeah still a bit of the brand the design um he's just a guy you know like his stuff is great like I don't know if anyone's ever bought the the quality of everything t-shirts the scarves hats even the mugs it's all good quality and like you know, he's just a guy, it's like a side hustle, and it's stuff, you know, anyone could have done this, the club could have produced a lot of this stuff, but they chose not to, and he's doing it, and you know, every penny he earns, good luck to him, I might be, even though probably financially, I'm not in a situation to do it, I might have to get some new stuff off him. Can't resist, Paul. When will yeah. you? And also yeah. the main thing, Paul, again, I'm still working on how, keep tweeting me the ideas, how do I change the flag? The TRFC mm. on tour, P Price's Lizard factor, 2017 to 18 to 19, and now it's got to be to 21. So, so it's, get, it's getting just, 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 Yeah, just sorry, just to go back onto looks of a ball. Yeah, I know a lot of people say don't buy from him because his money doesn't go back into the club. Believe you me, Brad spends a lot of money at Tramia. You say, mate, you've been in the tent <laughs> with him. the tent and stuff, so a lot of his money goes back into the club. And I he's know he's, he has sort of spoken to the club to try and, you know, to you know reach out that olive branch to kind of say, well, if you want some designs or if you... I think he, he tweeted the other day, but he, he could have had the... The official... Parts of stuff that he was doing. He would have sent them the designs or whatever, but... yeah. Yeah. We're, we're all trammy, aren't we? We're all trammy in the end yeah. of the day. It's not, not many be, of us, is there? Let's not be bickering over little things. Let's all band together. Yeah. Do you want so, yeah, to Wembley coming up soon and uh, yeah, lots of lots of good stuff coming up, so I've just had a thought. I mean we've we've been talking for an hour, Matt, come on. Yeah, but Paul, I've just had Right. I know we've been to playoff finals, right, but this is a cup final, isn't it? Mm. We haven't been to a cup final since 2000. Yeah. Right. What's a tradition for a cup final? Cup final song. Cup final song, mate. Well, Jordan Edwards. Right. Yeah. Great. I'm thinking (laughs) it'll be a lovely acoustic song, no doubt, and it'll be brilliant because he's fucking brilliant. 
right? I'm thinking more of upbeat. Like, if you're doing a cup final song, it, one thing it can't be is good. His will be good. Yeah. <laughs> right. It needs to be absolutely atrocious. I'm your guy. We'll get working on it then. Right. Leave it to me. I'm going to get Nick Robertson. Get Nick Robertson, me messes to sing some vocals. I'm going to. If someone's got any ideas of a song that I could. Obviously, I'm going to have to rip off a classic song. <sighs> what can it be? So, honestly, folks, tweet me ideas. If you can think of like cup final lyrics, trammy related, this squad, just in general, and like a classic song that we can redo the lyrics to, please honestly get in touch at this is trammy, at Matt Hibbert on Twitter, at Paul Hopper 82. And okay, I'm saying this now, so I've got to do it. I'm going to make a, a cup final song <laughs> in what we've got two weeks? Three and a half weeks. Fuck, two weeks on Sunday. I'm going to try and do something. <laughs> I'm going to make it. But don't, I've got auto tune, so I'm going to need it if I'm going to have to do some vocals. Christ. Yeah, let's have it. I'm going to do it, Paul. Uh, well, that's something to look forward to. And yeah, something well, else to look forward to is Saturday's podcast. What a fucking So we better sign off now yep. because it is nearly Saturday. Jesus, I've sent Treacle to sleep behind me as well. Thank you very much for listening. Um, yeah, as we say, we'll be back on Saturday, late in Orient, uh, Tramia's appearance. And, uh, yeah, thank you very much for your support, all your messages, etc. Really do appreciate it. Uh, leave us a five star rating and a review on iTunes if you are using that platform. Yep, Apple Podcasts. And, uh, and we'll, um, we'll see you Saturday. Up the Tramia.